Hey, thanks for joining me on the Bible in Life podcast. My name is John Whitaker, and I'm so glad that you're joining me on this episode of the show. If you are new, if this is your first time listening, welcome. Thanks for checking out the podcast. I like to give on this podcast what I call Blue Jeans Theology. That is theology for everyday life and everyday dress. It just connects with where you and I live every day. So thanks for joining us. If you're a regular listener, thanks for being a part of the show. You know, one of the things that uh, means a lot to me is when I get to hear from either those of you who listen to the podcast or you follow me on social media, and I get to hear from you because it's just kind of odd when you're speaking to a microphone, you don't get to see people's faces, you don't really know how it's striking people or in what ways it's helping people. And so here last week, I actually got a Facebook message from a gal named Yolanda who lives in Zimbabwe. So Yolanda, if you're listening, thanks for sharing your feedback. But Yolanda just was letting me know that one of the things I put out on social media about reading the Bible four days a week, just trying to get people to shoot for four days a week, more often than not, uh, how that just really struck her. And she started sharing that with the ladies, ladies that she's working with there in Zimbabwe and how that has really encouraged them to begin reading their Bible more consistently. And, you know, sometimes when we say, oh, you got to do it every day, that's almost overwhelming. We know we're going to fail. We don't even try or whatever, but shooting for what's realistic four days a week, more often than not. And now her ladies are actually reading more consistently. And then she took the time to let me know that, man, that stuff is just so encouraging and so helpful to me to know that God is using these online resources to make a difference in people's lives wherever they live. So Thanks, Yolanda, for sharing, and I would love to hear from others of you on how the podcast is helping you, how it's encouraging. You feel free to shoot me an email at john at johnwhitaker.net or follow me on Instagram or Facebook and shoot me a direct message through the social media channels there and let me know just how God is using this podcast or some of the other resources I've provided to really help you grow in your faith because that's the whole heart behind this. All right? Now, in this podcast, what we've been doing over the last few weeks is we've been uh, we've been really looking at Jesus' teaching on prayer, particularly the Lord's Prayer, but packaging that under this idea of letting Jesus teach us how to pray, that we want to live a life of prayer, and we want to learn how to pray from Jesus, because when you watch Jesus in the Gospels, he was a man of prayer. He prayed consistently and regularly. Uh, he frequently got away from the crowds to be alone. He could pray all night in prayer. And so you see Jesus had this well-established pattern and habit of prayer that just could say it was just part of the fabric of his life. He lived a life of prayer. And one of the things that's true about being a disciple is disciples imitate their teacher, their master. They don't just learn information from him. They imitate him in their life. And so as disciples of Jesus, we want to learn from him how to live our life, and that includes our life of prayer. And so we're letting Jesus teach us how to pray. And we've been just walking down through the lines of the Lord's Prayer and learning some things about life and Jesus and prayer from those lines. And so on today's episode, we want to look at the first um, we request. We said that the Lord's Prayer really has six requests. Three of them are kind of you requests, focus on God, your kingdom come, your will be done. And uh, three of them are 
us request, me request, we request, focused on me and my needs and us, our request. And so we want to look at the first of those in this episode, and that is give us this day our daily bread. And so now we've shifted to us and our needs and the line specifically, give us this day our daily bread. And what I want to notice right off the bat from that is where we're saying, give, give us our bread. And what I want you to realize is when we're when we're praying that line, bread is a gift. It's it's something given to us. It's something that we don't just have on our own. We don't just create on our own. It's a gift. Bread is a gift. Um, it's a gift from our Father in heaven, who is the creator and the giver of all good things. And so one of the things this reminds us as we pray this line is it reminds us that we need to learn to trust, that we need to learn to trust that God is a good Father who takes care of us and takes care of our needs. And so we ask him with open hands, God, I need this. Would you give this to me? Bread is a gift. and. Just a little bit later in uh, in Jesus' teaching here in Matthew chapter 6, that's where we find the Sermon on the Mount and we find the Lord's Prayer as part of that. Well, just a little bit later in his teaching, really only like a paragraph or two later, Jesus tells us to stop being anxious, to stop worrying, and he goes on to talk about what we will eat, what we will drink, what we will wear, basic necessities of life. And he tells us, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Look at the birds of the air. Look at the lilies of the field. Look how God takes care of them. And then he says this, a little right at the end of that paragraph, Matthew chapter 6, verses 31 and 32, Jesus says, don't worry then, saying, what will we eat? Or what will we drink? Or what will we wear? For the Gentiles, meaning those outside of God's people, the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. Here's the line I want you to particularly notice. For your heavenly Father knows you need all these things, and he'll give them to you. He'll provide that for you. He knows what you need. He knows your basic needs. And so learning to pray includes learning to trust that our Father knows our needs, that our Father can provide our needs, that he can take care of us. And we don't have to be anxious. We don't have to fret. We don't have to worry because our Father knows what we need and he'll give us what we need. Second thing I want us to notice about this request, give us this day our daily bread, is notice what we're asking for. Give us our bread. Give us our bread. And bread is the staple diet in the Middle East. was in Jesus' day and very much is to this day. It's just the staple food in the Middle East. And so it represents all that we eat for nourishment. We're we're talking fundamentally in this request about food, about what we need for nourishment. We're asking for food to eat. Now, by extension, I think we could go beyond that to our basic needs, but still we're talking about needs, needs. As one author said, we're asking for bread, not cake. Um, think of it as we're asking for what we need, needs, not greeds, right? Like we're asking for our fundamental needs to be taken care of. Father, would you give us what we need to eat today? That's what this the essence of this prayer is. And even though by extension it can go to all our needs, 
I think it's really important that we first acknowledge we're talking about food. That food is a gift from our Father. That our Father created us, made us, knows what we need for nourishment, and He wants to give that to us. And He's capable of giving that to us. And so we are asking fundamentally for the food we eat. And then beyond that, let's extend it in principle to our other basic fundamental needs. We're asking for God to give those to us. And then a third observation from this request is this. Notice what he says, give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. Um, we're, we're learning to trust God today for what we need for this day, for today, this very day, and not worrying about tomorrow. And again, in Jesus' teaching that flows uh, a little bit later out of this, we already read Matthew 6, 31 and 32. Well, listen to verse 34, Matthew 6, 34, still the same context of not being anxious and not worrying about your basic needs. Jesus says this, so don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Let's just focus on today. Let's get through today. Let's trust God for today. This day. Give us this day our daily bread, our daily needs. And so the, the word daily in that, like give us this day our daily bread, the word daily in that sentence actually most likely speaks to this trust that God will meet all our needs. And the word daily, that translation is really only one possible translation. In fact, we don't really know exactly what the Greek word means because this is the only place in all of Greek literature where this particular word in this particular form shows up. And so we're not sure. In fact, you actually have like um, early Greek-speaking Bible teachers from the early church who Greek was their native language, and they're like, I don't quite know what this word means. And so we struggle to know exactly what this word that's translated daily means. Here's what's interesting. One of the oldest translations of the New, Te New Testament, the old Syriac translation, translated maybe 150 years or so after the time of Jesus. So it's one of the very earliest translations of the Greek. It translates this word daily with the word for unceasing or perpetual or lasting. And so it's the idea of give us today our lasting bread. Give us today our bread unceasing, the bread that will never run out. That's the idea that the old Syriac, and maybe that's a clue for how we should understand this word, because Syriac is very similar to uh, Aramaic, and Aramaic was the language that Jesus spoke, and maybe that gets at, uh, gives us a clue as to how we should understand it, that we're, what we're really asking for is not just our daily bread, we're asking God to give us the bread that won't run out. We're trusting God to provide for us day by day. And so we're back to this idea that learning to pray is learning to trust. Learning to pray is learning to trust. And if we're going to live a life of prayer, we're going to learn to trust God with our life and fundamentally with our basic needs. This prayer, give us today our daily bread, expresses total reliance on God 
for everything we need, especially for our food, because we can't live without it. This prayer, this prayer places our well-being into our Father in heaven's hands and trusts that he'll take care of us. That's what this prayer does. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our bread that won't run out. When we're praying that prayer, we're opening our hands and placing our well-being in God's hands. Now think about that. Think about just taking your whole life, your basic needs of your life, and setting them in someone else's hands. How does that make you feel? How do you respond to that? My, my initial gut response to that is almost a sense of kind of uptightness in my chest. Why? Because I want to try to take care of my life. And I've been pretty good at times at taking care of my life, right? Like I've worked hard, paid the bills, and, and now I'm going to just set my life in someone else's hands, my very well-being in their hands. That's a little bit scary. And so we, that's why I say we need to learn to trust. Can we trust God with our well-being? Can God, can God actually make sure that we're going to be okay? Can he meet our basic needs? Uh, the reality is, is safety and security is an illusion in the world we live in. The reality is, is control, being able to control our life, control our future, control the outcomes of our life. That's an illusion. We just don't know that. And so we work so hard to make sure to secure ourselves, to make sure things are going to be okay. And we set aside money for our retirement plan. And, and that's wise. And there's smartness to that, right? If we have the extra, let's do that. But ultimately, we don't know what tomorrow holds. And that's Jesus' point later in Matthew chapter 6, is you just don't know what tomorrow holds. But you have a Father in heaven who holds tomorrow. You have a Father in heaven who wants to take care of you, and he is good. Can we trust him with our well-being? And that's the essence of this prayer. And that's why learning to pray is learning to trust. And so as we, as we grow in our life of prayer, we entrust our well-being to our Father in heaven, and we trust him to take care of our fundamental basic needs. Um, now, related to that, a listener uh, of the podcast and a follower on social media actually asked a question. I, I threw out there, hey, if you have any questions on prayer, let me know what those questions might be, and I'll try to answer them on the uh, show. And one of the questions that came in was, does praying for the same thing over and over again show a lack of trust? In other words, if we keep asking God for the same thing, does that show a lack of trust? And my basic answer to that question is, well, it depends. It depends. And Jesus is assuming we're going to pray, give us this day our daily bread tomorrow. Give us today our daily bread as well, right? Like there's a certain sense in which speaking the same thing to God is, is normal. Jesus tells us to pray persistently, and that includes praying repeatedly. And yet... Um, we can do so with a big view of God. God, 
I trust you with my life. I'm just praying this again as a reminder to myself that you are my faithful father and you are the one who takes care of me. So give me today my daily bread, right? We can pray with a big view of God and a sense of confidence in God. Or we can pray with a sense of anxiety and worry where it's like, I don't know if God will do it. I don't know if he'll, he'll, he'll actually take care of my needs. And we're really worrying in God's direction. And that's not the same thing as trust. And so it really depends on the spirit in which we're set praying the same things over and over again. Sometimes there's a big need in our life, and uh, we pray persistently as a way not to prod God to do what we want, but to demonstrate, God, you're the only one who can solve this issue, and you're the only one who can fix this. And so once again, I'm setting it before you as a reminder to myself that I'm trusting you with this issue. And we do it in complete faith and trust. Sometimes we do that with this sense of anxiety and worry where we're worrying in God's direction. And we don't want to, we really don't want to do that. We want to learn to trust. And prayer is learning to trust. And so as we grow in confidence in God's goodness, and we grow in confidence in God's power, and we grow in confidence in God's wisdom, we hand over more and more of our life, and we rest secure knowing that we are safe and secure in the hands of God. And therefore, our life is in good hands, and we don't have to worry. And that's really the heart behind Give Us This Day Our Daily Bread. We're learning to trust God with the basic needs of our life. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. I hope that's encouraging to you as you continue to learn to live a life of prayer. As always, this podcast is a listener-supported show, and so I'm so grateful to each and every one of you who has uh, decided to be a patron of the Bible and Life podcast. Thank you for swinging over to my Patreon page and just sign up to be a patron. Man, your support is so encouraging and obviously makes this show possible. So thanks for being a patron. Thanks to those of you who donate through World Family Mission. Uh, you know, I've been at the podcast game now about a year and a half and just seeing the number of people over the last really six months that have jumped in to become patrons or to donate through World Family Mission. Man, it's just so encouraging. So thanks for your support. Thanks for making this possible. Thanks because you're making a difference not only in your life, but in the people's lives like those ladies in Zimbabwe or uh, listeners in India or listeners somewhere else in the, the world or the United States who are like, man, this podcast is helping me grow in my faith in ways I never knew possible. So your support is making that possible. So thanks a ton for your support. And thanks for being a part of the Bible and Life family. God bless you guys, and I look forward to talking again next week.